This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville is joining another senator with a bill that creates more energy independence for the U.S. Tuberville and Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri are introducing the American Energy Independence Act. The bill is designed to undo some of the policies that have been put in place by Joe Biden when it comes to the American energy sector. The bill is designed to stimulate domestic oil production by reducing regulations in that industry and also resume the construction of the Keystone XL pipeline. Hawley called Biden's energy policy disastrous in a surrender to Russian energy dominance. Tuberville says that the United States is an energy-rich nation, which means we must have smart policies in place in order to harness the energy and regain energy independence. The bill is being introduced into the U.S. House by Congressman Ronnie Jackson of Texas. The president of the Southern Baptist Convention is announcing that he will not seek a second term as leader of that denomination. Pastor Ed Litton posted a video this week that announced his plans to not seek a second term that has been customary for other past SBC presidents. Litton says he believes he can promote racial reconciliation best as a pastor and not the leader of a convention. In 2021, the convention voted Litton in as president at the at their annual convention. Litton came in with just over 50% of the delegate votes in a runoff between him and Georgia pastor Mike Stone. Litton says he accomplished his goals as SBC president to appoint a task force to investigate sexual abuse allegations within the SBC churches. Linton also mentioned the report coming from that task force when he spoke to the TAB Media Group just a day after he announced he would not seek re-election. I want to encourage Southern Baptists, don't brace for impact. Mm-hmm. Like we're getting ready to have a car crash. Mm-hmm. Brace for action. And, and so brace to act. In other words, when we receive that report, and we'll have time to read it, and, and uh, before we gather, but when the report's made, there's going to be suggestions on what we do from here. And, and so Southern Baptists need to respond to act. And it's going to take a long time for us to work through this, to find healing and everything else involved, but to change the culture of the SBC, be willing to hear what God's going to say to us through that report. A $100 million grant is being awarded to the Mobile Airport Authority and the Alabama State Port Authority. The grant is coming from the U.S. Department of Transportation. It means that both of those entities will be participating in the DOT Transportation Demonstration Program. The money will be used to create a fourth terminal to deliver freight and intermodal cargo service across North America. The Port of Mobile gives access to 15,000 miles of inland waterways, interstate systems, railroads, and air cargo connections. The first black student to walk the halls of the University of Alabama has died at the age of 92. Authorine Lucy Foster enrolled at the university in 1956 to study education. Foster was expelled just a few days later due to the controversy that erupted with her presence on campus. Foster was threatened and even attacked by the crowds that did not want her there. Since then, the university has honored Foster for her bravery during that time and her legacy in the desegregation of American institutions. The University of Alabama has even dedicated a campus building in her name. Foster attended that dedication ceremony, which occurred just last week. And I'm so happy to be here, and I, I like to say this all the time. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? (laughs) 
For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, interest rates are headed up. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell says everything is on track at the Federal Reserve to raise interest rates in the middle of this month. Powell said the immediate effects following the conflict in Ukraine is still highly uncertain when it comes to the U.S. economy. Powell also said that shortages within the supply chain, along with economic sanctions on Russia and the changes in international trade to enforce those sanctions, will cause further inflation for the American consumer. The U.S. and countries in Western Europe are working together against Russia by using economic and financial warfare. Sanctions against Russia have put the squeeze on that country's economy and banking options. Two of Russia's largest banks have been cut off from the U.S. dollar and several other financial institutions in Russia are being removed from the SWIFT banking system that allows for rapid international transfers of massive amounts of money. Nearly $1 trillion worth of Russian assets have been frozen, according to a report from the French finance minister Bruno Lamar. Lamar also made it clear that the intentions behind all of these severe sanctions is to provoke the collapse of the Russian economy that may be easier said than done, however, since Russia provides 40% of Europe's natural gas and 25% of its oil. So sanctions on these particular imports will put a hurt on the ones issuing the sanctions. And Pfizer Drug Company has released documents on their clinical trials that they conducted in order to get approval for their COVID-19 vaccine by the Food and Drug Administration. Pfizer is complying with a court order to make those documents public. There are nine pages of recorded adverse side effects that people experienced after they got the shot. The number of different side effects to this injection are, quite frankly, astounding and defy description in this audio report. I actually looked at those documents and made a conservative guess of 245 listed side effects on each page, which puts the total at roughly 2,000 known and recorded side effects that people had from getting the vaccine. The side effects range from acoustic neuritis to aortic thrombosis, foaming at the mouth, oral herpes, all kinds of different pneumonias, myocarditis and conditions related to it, stillborns, stiff person syndrome, transient epileptic amnesia, Zika virus, and Guillain-Barr syndrome, just to name a very, very few of this massive, massive list. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. You won't want to miss out on the 1819 News podcast where host Brian Dawson sat down with gubernatorial candidate Tim James. The the nation is uh, hanging in the balance. We're at a defining moment. And either we are going to do nothing in this, this system that we're looking at, this nation is declining. And if, if, we, if we don't, if we don't stop it and turn it, then we're going to just continue on in, into this existence. It's a Marxist-type existence. And it's, it's, a, it's the worst sort of Marxism. It's more the pressure. It's not so much the European stuff that you've seen. It's, it's more like South American Venezuelan, where they really are oppressive beyond anything that we've ever seen. And that's all played out in this the mandates and the vaccine mandates. We can talk about all those details. Our state is out, so out of whack, you can't even, where do we start? From education to the whole thing. Uh, Governor Ivey has done everything that Joe Biden has done on the force of vaccine. You have it right now. As in fact, the legislation that they passed in special session still uh, allows private sector employers to fly, to fire employees who refuse to take the vaccine 
if they have if they don't meet the three exceptions. So we just have a lot of problems here in Alabama. And it's not that I think Kay Ivey thinks like Joe Biden. It's that they are overwhelmed by the structure and they don't know what to do. I think it's more that. I, Kay Ivey's a friend of my family for 40 years. She's a good lady. But it's just overwhelming. And we've got to stop this insanity dead in its tracks. And there's a lot of other things that have uh, pushed me or led me into the race. But I think I think the root, the, the, the deep issue is I just see the nation uh, begging for real leadership, men and mm. women of character who will step into this and fight these battles. So that's why I'm sitting here. You can find that podcast at the 1819 News website under the podcast tab, or you can go to the show's description on the Spotify or Apple podcast pages and find the link there. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 